The following podcast contains strong language and ridiculous cartoon scenarios conjured up by two self-proclaimed comedy wizards. Between you and me, they're more like Saturday morning court jesters fueled by sugary cereal. But either way, the opinions expressed and presented are mere musings, so please humor their well-intentioned hijinks with a laugh and not by taking anything they say seriously. Unless, of course, you want to pay them to say something else. Could always use a new pair of shoes. It helps with conversation because all their words get, you know, stuck in their teeth. They can really chew on them. Oh, uh. Yep, this podcast is funny. I promise. <laughs> do you? Because, uh, yeah, I do. Because I have an Amazon review here, and the title of said review is "Empty Promises." Oh my mark. gosh! Well, here it, it's it's a it's a no laugh or a. We got a money back guarantee here at reviewparty.com. Yeah, yeah. If if you don't laugh at least once every episode, we'll give your money back. You're going to have to like open a transaction with us first just right. so we know it'll go through. You send us money mm-hmm. and we'll know. Yeah, you got to and you got to contact customer service and then you got to have us contact customer service as well to sort of set it up, so but it's better just to get that PayPal transaction going, you know, for the whole process. Simple, clean, it makes sense. Much like this Amazon product, which I haven't referenced yet, it is none other than the household name Boost Oxygen, 95% pure aviator's oxygen, two liters. This is a, this is some air in a can, isn't it? <laughs> this is recreational Air. <laughs> oh, oxygen, I should say. Yeah, it is air in a can, flavored even. <laughs> Delicious. Which is very stupid. Kristen and Paul Dunn, Amazon users, with, a, I guess, a shared account, they title their review, as I said, Empty Promises. Mm-hmm. And write, Based upon the trace of one breath left in the otherwise empty canister, I suspect this is an excellent product. Given that this, quote, empty on arrival condition seems common, seeing the other customer review complaints, there are a couple of options. One possibility is that some random human packer is joy-toking. Another (laughs) is that some random robotic packer is grasping the product from the top and base and thereby squeezing all the contents out during the transfer from shelf to shipping container. That sounds incredibly erotic. I'm sorry, continue. (laughs) The simplest explanation, though, is that the devil is responsible. (laughs) (laughs) Or extraterrestrials. Or perhaps the devil working in league with the extraterrestrials. Okay, more seriously, I think poor design is probably to blame. The canister itself may be given to leaking or unintentional evacuation. Anyway, a pity. I was hoping to try it as a quick, portable, emergency stopgap way of keeping my blood oxygen levels up. One star for what might have been. One star. So that uh, most of that review is them hypothesizing what could have yeah. gone wrong and caused them to have a single breath of uh, oxygen within <laughs> their can. I don't think that was a breath, homie. My hypothesis is that is a fart. Oh. Not only are the supply line workers getting high on their own oxygen supply, as sort of a, to rub it in, they fart in them. They're resealing these suckers. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> they're recycling that oxygen they're getting, so to speak. Oh, Lord. For a moment, I thought you, you were going to say it was going to be like a soul or a ghost. Oh, uh, well. You just breathed in. How far is a fart from just a soul? <laughs> you know, not too many steps. You know, monkeys and humans share like 98% DNA. Right. Yeah, so do farts and souls. The the soul of my pizza. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let it disperse. Yeah, there's little pieces of cow and pig on there. <laughs> uh, yes, there are meat molecules. Uh, yep, and they all get say. mished and mashed and torn apart and put back together in your tum-tum. And then, you know, the soul, the byproduct, that has to have somewhere to go. And uh, fortunately, there's <laughs> only a couple holes to escape from. And, uh, you know, souls, they go with the flow. Yeah. Like water. It's strange that we weren't designed with a soul hole <laughs> for soul evacuation. <laughs> but to take it out of the fart humor, which, you know, it pains <laughs> me to do. Uh-huh. And back to the ghost, you're thinking that somewhere in the factory, a ghost appeared and, that, you know, what were they to grab? They needed a container to bottle that bad bad boy up. Oh, yeah. Quick let out this oxygen. You know I'm going to take a couple puffs while I'm doing it, <laughs> a couple little hits. I'm fighting a ghost here. <laughs> yeah, I don't If Catch I go down, I want to, you know, something to take the edge off at least. <laughs> and then, well, what do you know? Plenty of room to fit a ghost in there. Plus one breath. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that poor ghost. Yeah. Are ghosts ever happy? Is there ever like a contented ghost? Just chilling out? I don't think so. I think being a ghost... Implies unfinished business, correct? Unresolved, yes. Yeah, some sort of trauma. I am tied to this earthly plane still mm. by grandma's recipe somebody needs to write it down i'd like to think i would just be sort of a chill ghost just sort of minding my yeah. own business floating around somewhere scenic a little bit of casper action is what you want yeah yeah a little bit of friendly helpful ghost well wasn't casper a little nosy casper i feel like was going out well, of his he, way was, to... he was like 12 he's a little pervert even <laughs> on the... uh this girl makes me feel funny, and I don't even have a little ghost wiener anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but he turns into a Leo DiCaprio uh, lookalike, doesn't boy, he? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's little... beautiful. See that? Man, that movie's unironically pretty cool. It is a great movie. His two awful uncles that he lives with, that, those dudes are awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, three uncles. Three Oh, no, oh, that's right. There's stretch, there's fat, and there's normal. Yeah, just snotty. Yeah. You're right. I was just thinking of tall and then fat, but that's right. There's the, the in-between, <laughs> the leader. Yeah. I'll probably just say that this is stupid cans of air. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, some people need oxygen tanks to live, man. That's a, You shouldn't be buying this stuff, though. <laughs> That's you go true. To doctor. <laughs> yeah, you please go to a doctor. Do not buy your cans of air to survive uh, exactly. from Amazon. <laughs> there were people who, who mentioned those things. Like, if you have trouble breathing, call 911. Don't order this. Please. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, this shit's for cleaning computers. That that could work. Someone did mention traveling to like Colorado, up oh. there in that thin mountain air, take the edge off of that altitude sickness. I've never been, so I I don't know how a llama back, but with oxygen tanks. <laughs> yes, 
you draw on the reserves to keep yourself yeah, going. That, that would be sick during a marathon. You need some go-go juice. Let me let me take a couple <laughs> chirps of this oxygen here. Oh, you got the grapefruit flavor, hon. Thanks. <laughs> That's right, the flavored. That's wild, then. That's like when you go to the dentist and they ask what <laughs> what type of toothpaste that like huge fluoride, fluoride cream treatment gummy stuff. Yeah, that's one of the hardest questions there is to be asked in the world. It's like. <laughs> What's the meaning of life? You know, what do you want to do with your life? And what do you want grape or strawberry fluoride <laughs> treatment? Banana if you have it, actually. Yeah, the, it, it takes a certain level of strength to <laughs> to say no when they say, is mint all right? Like, oh, well, do you have orange? Yeah, do you, do you have the orange? It's kind of, orange has kind of got a creamsicle thing going on. <laughs> That I really do enjoy. <laughs> I was thinking it's more difficult because they're all so delicious. I would, yeah. I would like mainline that stuff if it was yeah. readily available. <laughs> that, uh, just one of the many reasons why I love the dentist. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't mind the dentist. The scraping is a little much. Uh, I don't know. I think, like, some people, like, ASMR gives them good vibes. I like the scraping. Do you like the scraping? Wow. I I mean, it doesn't make me cringe, but I definitely would not say that I enjoy it. I do such a good job because I want to impress the nice ladies that there's hardly a- any scraping these days. Oh, see, if you, if we switched, if we farted in jars and switched our souls as you yes, do. we Freaky Friday to <laughs> flatulence. Yeah, if you actually want a Freaky Friday. You got to fart your soul into a jar and pass it to your friend. <laughs> and when they take it in your soul, they'll fart out, you know, et cetera. I don't need to explain. But no. uh, if you were in my body with my fucked up teeth, I don't think you'd like the scraping. They okay. got to get in there. They're like Minecraft miners, you know. They're sending in those exploding green guys at my teeth that take out entire mm. sections of plaque. Maybe it's just that it's a rare occurrence for me then. It's like when the floor is a little dirty and you clean it, it's satisfying. But when the floor, the floor is caked with sludge and the cleaning products aren't even working, and you're like, what am I? Do I need to buy something else? Do I need a, a sledgehammer to, fit, to clean this mess? What is going on? Uh, that's a vivid picture. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Cleaning my teeth at the dentist. You don't start with the little, the little the sandpaper scraper, the little pick. You start with dynamite. You're like, I need to remove this whole section <laughs> here before I even get started. Okay. Yours is like a paleontologist politely dusting at the bones. G- gently, is not to yeah. <laughs> yeah, mine is like a construction worker dig- getting ready to dig a new channel. This is the mindset the dentist is going to have to have. Uh, wow. That makes me feel a little worldly, that discussion. So I've got a review here uh, for a book all about... Crackers like us getting worldly. Uh, this is an Amazon review for The Sun Also Rises, the Hemingway Library Edition from Amazon, Ooh. a novel written by Ernest Hemingway, for those who have not caught on. <laughs> for those who are not <laughs> English majors <laughs> such as myself. Uh, this review is written by Diana S. Long. She titles it, It Also Sets. <laughs> they right. Written in the 1920s, the author and his friends would be termed the lost generation, and it does suit them. Personally, at least for me, I find Hemingway and his writing style frankly overrated. 
The discourse between characters are minimal, and it's not so much what they are saying, but what they aren't saying. Okay. They meet up, they drink to excess, they insult each other and have a row or two. They separate, travel back and forth from France to Spain. The author gives us peaceful moments when his narrator Jake Barnes goes on a fishing trip or swims in the ocean, to the excitement of bullfighting and a fiesta. They dance, they party, they tell themselves what a swell time it's been. But was it? (laughs) Was it ever enough for anyone in this group? When I finish the book, I'm left with the feeling, what the hell was that all about? (laughs) I thought the characters were superficial, the never-ending cycle of day after day, night after night, of trying to satisfy that lust for life, which is a delusion at best. Perhaps one day I will acquire a taste for Hemingway, but today is not that day. I will forever give it a high score, because I realize what bothers me about this novel is what will make me think often of it. Four stars. Ooh, bravo. You know, they took a step back at the end there. When they said what they had to say, they spilled their heart and their guts. Whether or not that would stand up under scrutiny, I don't think that's what their goal was. They just wanted to express themselves. Yes. You get your feelings out there. That mm. Right. Get them on the page. You know, try try and tell people what you're feeling. And then take a step back, but say, hey. You know, these things that are bugging me about it kind of make me kind of enthralled with it in a, in a yeah. sick sort of way. <laughs> Not that we need to, to resurrect the conversation again, but that is why I love 1984. All oh, right. Because the, of the way it affects me, mm. even though it gets so painstakingly boring when there's the book inside <laughs> the book. Yeah. Like, what? The, this is dredge. This is so slow. But the highs are so dang high and the lows are so dang low. Yeah, the feelings you get and sort of the the visceral horror moments that also stick with you. I think that's what they're feeling is sort of the visceral horror moments, except instead of being horrified <laughs> by mortal death and dystopian governments, you know, in sort of an existential way, they are just severely annoyed by how these rich, pompous 1920s authors are living their lives. And that is, you know, there is a certain stinger to that for them. It's like you could compare (laughs) The Sun Also Rises to Napoleon Dynamite. (laughs) Sure. Okay. Please tell me where you're going with this. Uh, Here are some characters. You may like some of them. You may not like others. And they're trying to... To get the most out of their lives, sure. wherever their lives have taken them. Interesting. Uh, it just so happens that in Napoleon Dynamite, their lives are very small. Right. They want to be student council presidents. They want to have tater tots in their pockets and moistened lips. <laughs> they want to be great football players. Mm-hmm. They're trying to get through the drudgery of day-to-day life. Not through Hemingway uh, excess and lust and drinking, but, but through... Um, you know, the simple uh, work at a chicken farm for 25 cents. Yeah, the spare means that they have. They are cobbling together their, their little lives to get some semblance of value. And is it is it great? Is it artistic? Do I necessarily like it or love it? No, but it stuck with me. It stuck with everybody who saw it. Think about this for a moment, Matt. Mm-hmm. Pedro was feeling very hot. Okay. Yeah. Then he realized it was his hair <laughs> that was making him hot. Uh-huh. <laughs> so he shaved 
his hair. What more is there to say? It changed his life. Changed his wor- the world around him. Right. The these these small little you know hanging on to whatever humanity we can to get through these dreary days. Whether you're a a, a chauvinistic womanizing uh, 1920s <laughs> author pig or just some nerd at some crappy middle of nowhere midwest cornfield high school the lust for life is is in your hands and you got you got to go out there and get it and sometimes going out there and get it can make you feel even more empty isn't that rough oh because when you don't get it you don't get it and sometimes you get it and you realize you didn't even why did you even want to get it oh Man. You know, sometimes you get student council president, but your head shaved and you gotta wear a woman's wig. <laughs> sometimes you don't want to share your tots, and then you end up with tots you don't even want. With tots that are unedible for anyone <laughs> crushed. <laughs> so sometimes, you know, you know with all your heart. In your prime, you could have threw a football clear over them mountains. <laughs> but it ain't like that no more. And that's a reality you have to come to terms with. Yeah. Yeah. No matter how many times, you know, you wrestle with the llama. <laughs> you get in a long-distance relationship with a, a beautiful black woman from Detroit. He He's the only one that ended up happy in that movie. I guess Napoleon did, too, and his little girlfriend. But Right. Uh, Ch- was it Chip or Chet? Chet, yeah, Chet, yeah, yeah. Chet really makes out like a bandit, doesn't he? He's he's living his best life. <laughs> yeah, everyone was bagging on him the whole movie, but he knew. He knew, yeah, he knew deep in his heart he was doing what was right for him. What a what a wow! I, I think we should end on that positive note. Think of Chet. <laughs> uh, as long as we're in the movie realm, I have an IMDb review. Of the movie The 355. Are you familiar with this movie? I have not heard of it. I'm not one of those bougie types who pays for Spotify premium. (laughs) So I've been hearing this stupid ad countless times. (laughs) And it just sounds... uh, Let me read the synopsis on IMDb. When a top secret weapon falls into mercenary hands, a wildcard CIA agent joins forces with three international agents on a lethal mission to retrieve it while staying a step ahead of a mysterious woman who's tracking their every move. Now, the way the 355 Spotify ad read sounds, mm-hmm. it's like, we've got a German girl, a Chinese girl, sure, a, a British girl, and an American. Spy action representation the movie, right? The way, I, I'm, I, I'm fine with, with whatever it is, but the way they're saying it, mm. like, it's, it's just, it, I think it's literally verbatim. We have, <laughs> <laughs> we have a German, a Chinese. Like, this doesn't sound good, Spotify. Yeah, change, this sounds like, you know, when, what you're saying. in the 60s or the 70s when they first made X-Men comic. The X-Men comic, it's like, whoa, we got a superhero from Germany? Can you believe it? I think we're a little past that. I understand what they're trying to do, but the way they're doing it is tactless. (laughs) I like that. From the description I got before we get into this review, I'm just going to put it out there so I can say I told you so later, or you can think I was smart. It sounds to me like a a bit of a Black Widow ripoff. 
Sure, kind of, yeah. a bunch of spies trying to get against Bit the odds a, to take out some stuff. Someone very strong and scary, always a step ahead of them. Yeah. Coming to mark things up. Yeah, you've got your, your squad, your Oceans-esque squad, mm-hmm. but then your, your baddie, your, your 007 baddie. Right. Uh, needless to say, I haven't seen it, but... but uh, the reviewer but has, hasn't The reviewer they? has, <laughs> and astonishingly, I came across this. This is uh, an inadvertent reviewer redux. Oh, you were looking at this movie and found an old friend. I found the review, and then I'm like, who's saying this garbage? And then, <laughs> it's none other than Nagata Komida. The Nagata. name might not sound familiar, but their review of the episode for Marvel's What If Zombies okay. referred to having a wet ass <laughs> because it was so good. That's right. They were... They said, this is so good, my ass got wet, and they did not explain <laughs> what that, what kind of fucking metaphor that was. So, yeah, to, to my shock, I'm like, that must, that must just be a, a similar name, right? I click on the user, I scroll down, nope, it's, it's the same, same screwy person. This review, it sounds like you didn't find this review, this review found you, it bro. It found me. So, without further ado, Nagata Komita's review of the 355, titled... An absolute nonstop wow earner. Nagata Kumita writes, Some films can be described as wow earners. A film is a wow earner if at any point a member of the audience says, Wow. I'm pleased to announce that the 355 passes the wow test with flying colors, earning a huge five wows from the audience. <laughs> In honor of those five wows, here are my five favorite things about this film. One, the amazing cast. Good diversity and representation flesh out the global scale of this film. Two, brilliant humor. One joke caught us so off guard, the guy in front of me spilled his popcorn everywhere. Three, action. My eyes were watching the screen the entire film. (laughs) Four, length. It's a Goldilocks film. Not too long, not too short, just right. (laughs) Five, soundtrack. Heart racing, pulse pacing, mind melting, instant super ultra wow. I thought this film would be an utter dross, pure plod, fod festival, but instead it was a wow generator and a half, earning some of the best wows ever. (laughs) It's a plucky, scrappy earner with raw heart, Raw banter and solid epic madness emotions. Eight out of ten. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Before we get into the wow earning, because I really would like to dissect that further. Uh, one thing that stuck out to me quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess action movies be the only movies you actually be watching with your eyes the whole time. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That was the first thing because it's laid out very like a beautifully. You've got your opening paragraph, you've got your mm-hmm. list of five, and then a closing paragraph. So three, that great action was right in the middle. My eyes went wait right to it. <laughs> great action. My eyes were watching the screen the entire film. You know, I was watching Benjamin Button the other day. One of my uh-huh. favorite movies of all time. What happened? I I don't know. I couldn't put my eyes on the screen. There wasn't enough action. Oh. <laughs> 
Uh, it also, like, uh, is there a bit of a fallacy here? How do you know that the guy in front of you spilled his popcorn? I kind of thought about that, too. <laughs> do you just know what it sounds like? Or did he say, What if oh. the joke was so shitty, he just, like, grimaced and the popcorn <laughs> flew everywhere? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus, my popcorn. <laughs> oh, Jesus, that joke sucks. Fucking dump it out. <laughs> Nagata Komita has a little little ticker thing. Oh, okay, yeah. Time, time spam, stamp 23 minutes, 15 seconds. Guy dropped his popcorn after a while. They go to the movies. It's like a baseball scorecard, but it's <laughs> about audience reactions and <laughs> things that happen in the movies. Oh, we got a wow. <laughs> I heard a wow. Frantically check marks. Wow from the front row. But as long as we're back to the wows, I what I really <laughs> like about the wow earning system yes. is the word earning is so key to it to me. <laughs> the, the, it doesn't the movie didn't make the audience say wow in sort of a subconscious reaction, you know, the doctor hit your knee with a thing, wow. Mm-hmm. The movie it's not reflexive earned these wows from the audience all right <laughs> the movie is it. working for the audience mm. draws it right out of you <laughs> you can't you can't help it is like they are holding you down and plunging the wows out of your <laughs> belly button or some shit the movie is at your door it knocks on the on the door you open the door and you just say wow the movie walked 15 miles uphill through the snow <laughs> Just to get a wow out of you. Just to proclaim its love for you. And you said, wow. And it wasn't even the action wowing. The action got its own category. <laughs> yeah. This is eye-watching action. This reminds me, a friend had how he would rate movie explosions. We were we would see all the – every weekend we'd rent 80s action movies. We'd go see all the new action movies at the theaters. We were mm-hmm. We were junkies in high school. And he would rate how good the explosions were by basically what his body would react when they see it. The <laughs> highest level of explosion, I think, only achieved in uh, that Terminator remake with Christian Bale. Oh, yeah. There's one where they're trying to get back to base and there's like landmines surrounding the base and they have to get in before they blow them all, I believe. Mm-hmm. And they get in just in time and blow up all these crazy blue fire landmines. And he described that explosion or series of explosion as a face grabber. (laughs) (laughs) So I think that started in the same, you know, Terminator 2 really earned that face grab. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, Earned the wow, as they say. Yeah. I, I just noticed when I was reading this through the first time here, it seems like. Now, it doesn't seem like it, it is clear that Nagara Komita isn't of not this planet, isn't of <laughs> our country. Sure. There are there are OUs in honor and humor. Mm. We've got ourselves I don't know, a dip someone someone from the Europeans, perhaps someone, someone that learned when they're learning English as their second language for their book they learned from had European spelling. Their alien That's language. Yeah. Oh man, that that reminds me. I've been playing Final Fantasy fourteen. Is that the the MMO one? Yeah, Final Fantasy fourteen a little bit. Okay. And the translation house that does that one is definitely British. <gasps> and the like costume system in the game is called Glamour. And every time oh, oh. I have to spell Glamour <laughs> with a U, it I just get pissed. I just want to throw some tea into the fucking river so bad. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, yeah, in any case, I think that makes some of this language that Nagato Kamita uses make it's, sense. It's beautiful. Like, the last time I heard the word dross, I, mm. I couldn't tell you. I'm like, oh, that's a good word. Putting limitations on your, on your like, an art project creates more interesting art through those limitations yes. and navigating them. I feel like that's a lot of times, you know, more skilled English as their second language users will get like that sometimes where they're not tied down by the sort of natural colloquialisms that we get in the habit of, of using because of how we participate in culture and language. Mm-hmm. They can go off and do their own thing. They're on their own shit. You know Painting what I'm outside the lines here. Yeah. And, it, you know, it's earning the wows for me. <laughs> same. Same. <laughs> I think it's break time. We've earned enough wows today. Let's wow it up. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to our lovely little podcast. If you'd like to go above and beyond in supporting our show or have the most fabulous conversation starters since sliced bread, go to reviewparty.com.com. Click on shop and explore some fabulous t-shirt designs. Where's your favorite place to wear a t-shirt? On my body. <laughs> mine mine is at the store. <laughs> that is a good place to wear a t-shirt. Reviewbody.com.com. Click shop. Why stop there? Don't stop now. Don't stop me now because I'm buying a t-shirt. I'm buying a shirt. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the second half of the episode. Thanks for coming. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for hanging through the break. And welcome to the first ever edition of When Owners Attack. Uh-huh. This is a segment that will feature owner responses to reviews that bear some uh, bear some further scrutiny. Uh-huh. Sorry, delay. Right? Because uh. <laughs> sometimes you'll you'll be reading the reviews and you see, oh look, the owner responded, and it's one of those stupid canned uh, contact our, our helpline, and we can hope to resolve this for you. And you see that under like ten. This is garbage. But sometimes. An owner is like, this is a two-star review is personally attacking me and disrupting my life, and it will continue to do so until I respond and rectify the situation. That's what this segment is going to be all about. And today, it's a little bit of a special one. We're going to be looking at a review by Matt Yelp is run by Fools M who just so happens to be a, a Yelper we've featured before and is is newly anointed as an Elite 2022. Congratulations. But he also has 21, 19, 18, 17, 16, 15, 14, 13, and four years prior to that. It's not showing me all of them. <laughs> and you know what else they got that those other Yelp elites don't have? What's that? One hell of a gumption. He's got a gumption. His, his little byline is also censorship is the flavor of the month. There are different stories <clears throat> behind each of his little monikers. Today is the Yelp is run by fools backstory. Oh. And I reached out and, and, and it turns out that he had a bit of a flack with an owner. The owner of Express Tax Appeals. So here is Matt 
M's review of Express Tax Appeals. Several days ago, I left a review about this business. The owner of this group doing business as Taxpayer Advocate Group, Jason T., made very insulting comments that would cause any reasonable individual to pause and think if this is the type of business that they would want to tie themselves to. Earlier this year, I hired TAG for assistance in a refund of overpayment of my taxes from a previous year, in which my homeowners association was not applied and I was owed somewhere in the neighborhood of $800 to $900. As I had noted this error on my taxes, I applied for this year's homeowners discount on my own, as the taxes had yet to be paid. Rather, TAG applied for this year as well so they could collect that money as well. Despite this not being any part of any conversation I had had over the phone, nor a reasonable person believe that when they hire a company to assist in a refund, that they would attempt to collect a refund on your behalf for something you have yet to pay and have clearly caught prior to payment. I called and was told very rudely by the woman answering the phone that it's in the contract right off the bat, not sorry, let me explain. It was like doing business with a toddler, a very angry, rude toddler that is just saying, mine, mine, gimme, gimme, and has no value for their customer. They see you as a cow to milk until you pass out from dehydration and die. At least that is my experience and personal opinion. Jason T. took it upon it to make statements about suing me and calling my profile fake and being, quote, a special kind of stupid. This is exactly what you get from this company. Will I pay their fee for my refund? Yes. I honor my debts. A Lannister. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would I ever recommend using a company run by people who treat their clients in this fashion? Absolutely not. And I'll shout from the mountaintop, letting everyone know who they truly are. Please see Jason T's original comment to my original post below. So this is Jason T. <clears throat> yes, Matt, you are factually correct in saying that we appeal your assessed value prior to the tax bills comes out. That's how the system works, buddy. It works the same way for everyone. I did a query in our database and don't see a Matt M from Forest Park on our system. Are you a client of ours? I'm kind of confused on why a person who hasn't done business with my company would write a Yelp review. Clearly you're a special kind of stupid. <laughs> Do you not think the Attorney General's office understands how Cook County property tax system works? You don't think Lisa Madigan knows that a property owner appeals a valley before the tax bills are issued? Your Yelp complaint is baseless and you're clearly writing an inflammatory comment just because. The question is why? I know the clown that called us a scam artist on another review is a friend of a competitor. Is that your modus operandi too? Matt, let me give you a little friendly advice. Get a girlfriend. Take a walk. <laughs> build a model airplane, but get a hobby. I don't know what the quote of reviews a grown man should write, but you definitely exceeded the number with your 1,200 plus reviews. I, <laughs> I see you gave a five-star review for the cuisine you had at Comfort Inn for crying out loud. What the fuck? Oh. That's ridiculous. You're a professional bellyacher and you should be embarrassed for slander. For slander to a company you have no connection to. That ends Jason's original comment. Before we move on. Uh huh. I feel like that reply. I mean, uh, besides the obvious like personal insults in a professional yeah. sort of environment, it seems insane. Matt said some things, but th I don't yeah. feel like there was any personal insults going on. You know, no one's personal life was right. questioned. He said they acted like toddlers, but that's what an irate customer is going to say. But besides, we'll get to that. But besides from that, there are so many self-reports in that reply, as they say. So many uh, 
like <laughs> proving themselves to be a freak. This person upset you so bad that you were like snooping on their profile, yes. probably no while you kidding. were on the clock, and you were calling What's out. What's the most embarrassing I can call out? <laughs> right. Oh, How many pages hotel? did they scroll through before they found a business that they think is, you know, not that great? I can throw some dirt at Comfort Inn. They suck. Oh, Comfort I'm too, <laughs> with my tax company, too. <laughs> too uh, much of a money bags for Comfort Inn. But yeah, that that's just like, bro, You, this is just... It's uncalled for on so many yeah, levels. Yeah, you brought it to some childish levels. Like, this is like some teenage TikTok <laughs> online bullying tactics. Yeah, uh, there was just one more sentence in, in Matt's review that Jason T. continues to hurl personal insults while now releasing my personal information without my consent in a public forum. And I, I in conversation with Matt, I guess this is... This is why he thinks Yelp is run by fools, because he's like, you got to stop this person from doing this. And they they haven't right. really been. Obviously, this stuff is still here. At the, <laughs> so uh, this uh, this Yelper who is a dedicated Yelp, you know, for better or for worse, uses their their website, brings traffic to their website, makes content for their website. And they're being verbally abused by a business owner? Yeah. So getting to the business owner's review, there is the the original one, which says, This reviewer is a fake account. The profile (laughs) picture, per a Google image search, is Peter Francis Geraci. (laughs) (laughs) The, The Chicago bankruptcy attorney with all the old school TV commercials. We requested the IP address of this reviewer from Yelp to take any potential legal action. We have one Matt M in our database, and they haven't been invoiced yet. That particular deal is currently in process. I am, like, dizzy over that. Like, how funny that Peter DeFance's Jurassic profile picture call-out is. If you have a famous person in your profile picture, you are committing identity theft. What is going on here? Uh, for the record, Matt M's profile is now a picture of Eagle Man, also a Chicago classic commercial. Yeah, and I'm sure that uh, bastard had a Google image that one, too. Uh, to cap this off, there is an update from Jason T. This is my last time responding, since I feel like I am being trolled. <laughs> this uh. will be my final post. <laughs> if you happen to be the one Matt M in our database, whom is a 35-year-old kid. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. You sent us both a signed service agreement and your driver's license so we can work on your behalf. What? You have not been invoiced yet as your deal is currently in process, so I don't understand your threats while using a fake profile picture Ooh. of a 70-year-old man. <laughs> Please reply to our status updates email and I'll forward you the docs and your ID as proof. The structure of this posting in conversation doesn't pass the sniff test. <laughs> and that's it. You cannot dock someone like that. We, Seriously, I know we here at Review Party are big on like, hey, you put that, you put that shit on the you internet. Put it out there. That's you know, that's fair game. You made that choice long before we did to to feature it. It's on the internet, right. whether we highlight it or not. But dude did not put he's thirty five anywhere on the internet. That was he wrote that on a document at your place of business. Yeah. It's crazy. That is uh, fucking crazy. It, it's lunacy. <laughs> that he's harping on. He's using a picture of a 70-year-old man. 
<laughs> I, something suspect is going on here. What if we had a, a picture of a cute little froggy? He's using I a picture of a frog. How's he even typing? I'm hopping mad. <laughs> uh, what a ride! That's uh, that's wow. I you you know you the ethos surrounding Matt the the character he's building himself up to be with the Yelp hate and the the funny profile picture and the, uh-huh. the silly taglines. You think okay, this dude's sort of aggressive, right? This he's a bit of a yeah. He's a he's a hired gun out there, but mm-hmm. no one's hiring him, so he's just riding the west and shooting. He's anti-establishment, you know. He, you would think you get the impression that he's picking a fight, and he, you know, and all in good fun, not not yeah. in an aggressive way. But he's he's ready to to tango. This review, that's all according to a villain origin story. <laughs> this business basically threw him into a toxic vat. Yeah, and yeah, made him into him the Joker. Down. He's in the gutter, and, and the rain is falling, and his parents are dead. Like, you you don't do that to somebody. And then he, you know, he took out, not Tom Brokoff, who was it? Peter Francis Geraci. There's a Peter Francis Geraci yeah. flyer in the, in, the, in the puddle. You see the, you just see Peter Francis Geraci pulling an Eagle Man mask slowly <laughs> over his face. And the hero was born. <laughs> Oh yeah, a vigilante justice. I hope. I hope it was achieved. Yeah, yeah. I. I don't know. We'll see if we we hear more from Matt in the future. But this now I understand why he's why he's said what he said. Yeah, right. This is the story was much much darker than I than I thought it would be. Pretty sure he said that. The owner ripped into some other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. There is. Gonna... <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I scroll down. I see someone else's review, and then I see Jason being name dropped. <laughs> so uh, we're gonna return to to these tax professionals in the future. But for now, that wraps it up for <laughs> yeah, when crazy. owners attack. Crazy people. People <laughs> don't know what they're doing, man. It's just like. No, with great power comes great responsibility, and they are oh showing goodness. no responsibility with this information they've oh. been given. I can't wait to, to come back. You just saw something, <laughs> I, just, huh? I, just, I just peeped. And, All right, we'll save it for another time. I got a review that I, I really want you yes. to hear, a couple of them. Okay. This is a review uh, from Amazon for the, uh, the cinematic masterpiece, Wieners. <laughs> I'm sure no one has watched this fucking movie, so no, I have I, not. <laughs> for a moment, I thought it was the the Seth Rogen animated one, but that's mm, Sausage Party, right? Yeah, that movie sucks. Um, but <laughs> the I'll quickly read the uh, the synopsis. It's just a couple sentences long. A TV talk show therapist ruined his love life. Now Joel and two buddies are driving a Wiener Mobile across the country, looking for the doc and some revenge. A crazy road trip with Daryl Hammond and Jenny McCarthy. Oh, okay. Interesting name drops there. Sure. <laughs> there are a couple of reviews here that I have highlighted that I will go over. Yeah, the first one, uh, it goes along with the synopsis a bit. It's pretty short. It is by Daniel A. Foster. They title it Another Funny Road Trip Movie. They write, Keenan Thompson of Fat Albert, Zach Levi of Chuck, Jenny McCarthy of Python, Joel David Moore of Grandma's Boy, and Daryl Hammond of Epic Movie, star in Wieners. 
I will update this when I am done watching it. Five stars. Oh my! What you? You just stoked that the cast you're giving it five stars on the cast. cast Posted alone. June twentieth, two thousand ten. Unupdated. No, oh, you. It's the the case is sitting there on the DVD player. I'll get around. <laughs> You're trying to find the right popcorn brand to pop. The Orville Redenbacher isn't doing it. But hang on. <laughs> I know you said you had a couple. No, go ahead. I'm, what do you got to say? That you're you're referencing these actors and the movies. Keenan Thompson of Fat Albert. That's where fame? that's where everybody knows Keenan Thompson from. Old How about Fatty Al? Uh, I'll, I'll I'll save one, but how how about Keenan and Kel? It's got his name in it. He is the longest running SNL cast member I was gonna, ever. Yeah, say SNL, which also happened to feature uh, Daryl Hannah. He may have done <laughs> a little bit finer work than Epic Movie. I have to assume. <laughs> yes, oh, that really gets me. Fucking Daryl Hannah. If I was Daryl Hammond and I saw Epic Movie after my name in a write up, I would. No, oh, no, get no, all that sick. was. That was just a paycheck. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. I, like Zach Levi from Chuck. Okay, that's fine. Sure. Especially yep. in, in 2010. Popular. popular. And that's all you would have known him for. And, of course, the other one, old Jenny McCarthy from, as we all know, her Python. <sighs> Wait, yeah, what? Jenny McCarthy from being blonde and, <laughs> and making young men feel excited. Yeah, making the... <laughs> The ultimate making your shorts tighter for some reason warrior. <laughs> what in the world? Okay, uh, that yeah. <laughs> Daniel J. Cronk has a uh, equally perplexing review. They title it Wieners. They write very <laughs> funny movie. Surprise! Not many people have heard of it. Keenan Thompson is believable as a driver of a Wiener mobile. Oh, Jenny McCarthy. Is not in it very much, but she steals the show in the scene she has four stars. Okay. I, I'm i kind of curious what she does. Matt, what the hell would you say if someone said, you're very believable <laughs> as a driver of a wienermobile? The fuck that, is that supposed to mean? <laughs> uh, I, can, I can almost see your pores just like secreting as we speak. Are you sweating right now? Just very slowly. Yeah, you're a wiener man. Yeah, that oversized bow tie. It just, it just, you know, <laughs> it makes your face look slimmer. You smell like relish. <laughs> you're the wienermobile guy, ain't you? Have you been toasting buns recently? I just <laughs> kind of get in that waft. Yeah, yeah. I can tell the the little strands of hair peeping out from your from your sweat-stained hat. You haven't showered in days, have you? Imagine pulling up to the gas station. It's your first day in the job as a Wienermobile driver. You know, you're kind of embarrassed, but it's a good paycheck. You needed the, it's a great opportunity. You just got to pull up to the old diesel and pour some oil in this Wiener over the intercom at the gas station. Man, if I were to picture a Wienermobile driver in my head, you'd look just like him. Like, I'd start crying. I don't know. I don't know. Would you feel insulted, though, if they said you don't look like a Wienermobile driver? No, I would feel so proud. I'd be like, thank you. You're, like, you're not Passing your typical Wienermobile driver, are you? Boy, they broke the mold when they made you. <laughs> but thankfully, not the Wiener. 
Because I need that snap when I bite in, boy. Uh, uh, please, can I just have my uh, my monster energy drink? <laughs> we got to get to Omaha. <laughs> Big wiener shortage out there. <laughs> they go nuts for it. <laughs> and you know what great, goes great with wieners? Nuts. Nuts. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's that time, man. Yeah, wow. it is that time. We some some beefy content this week. That's all it's right, all though. I like beef. it. All, all beef, Franks. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. Mm. All Keenan Thompson wieners. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening this week, everybody. We are reviewparty.com. Uh, best known for what? <laughs> Some garbage we don't want to be associated with. Yeah, best known for uh, tripping down the stairs in college that one time. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for listening. And we made it to the end of episode 83 here. Know you're a real one, and we appreciate you. We had a lot of fun recording and making this episode. We hope that you felt some of that fun shining through your earbuds. Mm-hmm. We want you to know, if you like this one, we got new episodes of this stinking podcast every Tuesday morning. That's right. Hashtag Tuesday Reviews Day. Tune out one in, you know? And if Tuesday ain't your day for podcast listening, just know that little nugget is sitting in your uh, your iPad or whatever you, you these kids are listening Ooh. to uh, podcasts on. And, uh, if you'd like to send us a funny review, such as the ones that we read today... Uh, why don't you shoot an email with the review to reviewparty.com at gmail.com. You know, shoot us a hyperlink, a screenshot, whatever, from Yelp, Target, Walmart, Amazon. Uh, wherever reviews are sold, get them to us and we will yeah. make ha-has. We'll do it. If you want to reach out to us in other other manners, you so you so can, Bo, Bodhi, Bodhi. <laughs> Bo Bud, Bo Bud Johnson. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at ReviewParty.com, and you can also find us on Twitter at ReviewPartyPod. If those aren't your jams, if those that's not how you swing, then you can sling it on over to ReviewParty.com.com, where you can just kind of browse the aisles without somebody asking you, can I help you with anything? <laughs> you'll find the episodes, you'll find the blog posts, you'll find every single thing that we've ever dreamed of on that website. Check it out. Yeah, and click on store. And in that case, we <laughs> won't just ask you, need help with anything? Uh, we will say that. You turn around and we will be holding a, a gun to your head. And, you know, not lo- just smiling. <laughs> you, do you like what you see? Gun to head, forehead. <laughs> uh, and hey, you know what else I got to say? Sat. My nose is bleeding. And you know why? Because I've been listening to some some tasty licks all day, some guitar jamborees, some some drum breakings. You know what I'm saying? Some some angsty sing songs from our mm-hmm. boys, the Nosebleeds. You don't know them? I think you do because you've been hearing our gosh darn theme song throughout the episode. That's their jam bread for breakfast. You can find more great tunes like that uh, on their Spotify. Just search Nosebleeds, one word. Couple of couple of wow earners on there they, they listen you might say wow <laughs> there are some wow earners the sax solo and hey chrono that is a Ooh. fucking wow earner it is uh i got a review to see us off here you know it's, it's christmas is coming past but something about this season that strikes me is the carcass of christmas is everywhere <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> And uh, so that got me inspired to uh, check out reviews from Amazon for Jelly Belly Candy Canes, 12 count. 
a bunch of little free candy canes. Uh, this review from Molly is titled Good. Good, except one of the candy canes in the box didn't have a wrapper and was really sticky. May have been tampered with. Three stars. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no, I think it's fine. Just, just <laughs> It tasted all right. Uh-